After every Engage Luxury Wedding Summit, I love to list out insights I received during the experience or from speakers on the stage. Then I tell you how to apply them to your own business. I'm fresh off the plane from Ireland with my best piece of advice for wedding pros interested in more successful businesses and more rewarding lives. I hope you tune in. Own Your Business is a podcast for event professionals who want to grow with proven approaches. I'm Sam Jacobson, a sales, pricing, and copywriting expert in the wedding industry. Throughout my career, I've booked hundreds of events for millions in revenue. I've also led teams in premium and luxury markets. Now I coach people like you with my company, ID Action Consulting. It's not easy to run a business, especially if it's a business of one, because we aren't born knowing everything. Like you, I had experts who showed me the way when I was starting out and when I was ready to level up. I hope this podcast gives you the confidence to own your business. After every Engage Luxury Wedding Summit, I like to list out insights I received during the experience or from speakers on the stage. Then I tell you how to apply them in your own business. I'm fresh off the plane from Ireland with my best piece of advice for wedding professionals interested in a more successful business and rewarding life. Here's my number one takeaway. Enjoy the journey. The thing about traveling to incredible places around the world is it takes a lot of travel to get there. Katie and I live on an island in the Pacific Northwest, which means it's not easy to get anywhere, including the mainland. But to reach Ireland, we had to drive, then ferry, then drive again, take a transcontinental flight, and finally, a long-haul international flight. And this doesn't include the hours of layovers, red eyes on planes, and an overnight in a hotel. Then we had to do it all over again on the way home. Now, I've lived on San Juan Island for almost two decades, and one thing I've gotten really good at is enjoying the journey as much as reaching the destination. Good books catch-up calls with friends and family, or just simply admiring the scenery along the way, all make the journey as enjoyable as being at the destination. And you have to do the same with your business. You've got to find joy in the process, create beauty for each client, develop competence in key areas, and nurture your relationships as often as possible. No one reaches their biggest goals overnight. It only looks like that from the outside. Every wildly successful business owner I know spent years to get where they are now. Achievement comes in small increments over long periods of time. The speakers who offer advice at Engage, they weren't teleported to Ireland, and they didn't learn everything they needed to reach the top of their field right away either. Neither will you. Success takes time, usually a lot of it. So strap in and enjoy the ride. Okay, the number two takeaway. I want to talk about the difference between elusive and exclusive. So in the luxury space, it's easy to get these two terms mixed up. Exclusive is rare and selective and therefore valuable. Elusive is difficult to get. Affluent buyers pay more when services are scarce, but they aren't always willing to work hard to acquire those services. Remember, the wealthy have more money than time. If it's challenging to learn more about you and your work, they might not put the effort in at all. Why waste their most precious resource chasing you down? Now, this applies to your marketing and sales material as well. Luxury or not, I would not recommend making it hard for couples to know what you do differently and better than others, or how those things help them, benefit them, or what it's like to have you guide the client journey. If you're not including these on your website and your sales proposal, you are missing out on big business by withholding what builds value, creates desire, and provides that reassurance that you're the right choice for them. Be exclusive but be careful about being too elusive. Or, as Michelle Rago said, make it easy for your clients to say yes. Okay, takeaway number three. Client experience matters. 
Now, we all talk about the big day, but it's really the months leading up to it that matter as much or maybe even more and creates a luxury experience for your clients. To be clear, the thing you do, like make cakes, take photographs, provide stationery, design florals, offer rentals, whatever it is, that's all important. You've got to do that well. And you have to deliver an exceptional product on the wedding day. But that's expected by your clients. Luxury is about surprises and delights. It's about how you make your clients feel as they're consuming your experience. It's the experience. So you've got to personalize everything. Make couples feel important. Offer frequent touch points along the way. Use phone or video instead of email and text. And over-deliver on every promise you make. Do these from the moment they inquire, throughout the client journey on the wedding day, and in the weeks that follow. That's luxury. Takeaway number four, being busy isn't an excuse. If you have attended Engage, you know how packed it is in those three days. From the moment you grab your swag at the registration till you push through the hangover after the gala. It is nonstop go, go, go. In Ireland, most nights ended at 1 a.m. for me and Katie, and we were almost always the first to leave the party. Then we were back on the bus, literally, dressed and ready to do it all over again by 8 o'clock the next morning. So, like many engagees, we decided to tack on a little vacation to the trip. Why not? It didn't make any sense to stay in Ireland longer than it took to get there and back. Altogether, we were gone for a bit over two weeks. But that didn't mean that we checked out of our businesses or our lives during that time. We still had inquiries coming in, content to create, and website copywriting to edit. We even started training our sixth full-time copywriter the first day of Engage. We didn't put an out-of-office responder on our email. We didn't ignore current client needs. We didn't push pause on sharing content with our audience or putting out podcasts or newsletters. And neither can you when you're busy. I've been in the trenches my fair share throughout my career. I was in operations longer than I sold weddings. So I know how hard it is to take care of the client in front of you while also handling the day-to-day -day of the business. It's especially hard during peak periods, and those can last weeks or even months. But you have to show up for more than what's right in front of you. Your team needs you. Your other clients need you. Your bottom line needs you. And your future clients need you. It's okay to be in the weeds every once in a while, but if you're regularly and predictably buried with work, it's time to address the bigger issues. Number five, spend time with your clients. I've attended Engage 15 times. The first three, I was representing a venue. Two, as a director of operations for design and decor company, taught events. And the last 10, as a coach and the owner of ID Action. My motivations for going have changed over the years. The first few times, I focused on education, inspiration. Then I started building my professional network. Eventually, I began developing new business opportunities. Now, I pretty much go to spend time with the clients. This engage, we had nearly 20 in attendance. Last spring in Morocco, one in five were coaching or copywriting clients. I met many people face-to-face -face for the first time. And for others, it had been years since we'd seen each other. It's super rewarding to hear about their successes, to see their smiles when they talk about how grateful they are for what we did with them. And that's what your clients want to do with you too. They want to shower you with compliments and share with others how you helped get them where they wanted to be with their wedding. You just have to give them the chance, especially after the formal work relationship expires. Don't stop connecting with your couples after the wedding day or when you deliver the images or film or invitation suite or whatever it is that you do. Make them feel important long after you're required to by the contract you both signed. That's extraordinary. That's over-delivering. And that's how you'll feed your business with referrals for years to come.
All right, number six, plan to re-energize. Engage requires a ton of energy. Now, I'm an extreme extrovert, and even I get tired after day three. How can you not? It's three days of Mach 5 from 7 in the morning until 1 a.m. or later. So, this veteran of 15 engages knows to schedule an extra day to decompress after the gala. In Ireland, the day after the gala, I slept until 9 a.m., and then I hit the golf course to play around by myself. Between the practice range and a slow group in front of me, I got six hours of much-needed alone time. And then the next day, Friday, I woke up refreshed and ready to get back to it. Most of you are either A, wrapping up a super busy 2022, or B, still in the middle of 2022, part two. This has been a record year for the wedding industry, and it's come on the heels of a global pandemic that caused massive stress and trauma in all of our lives. If you have not scheduled time in your calendar to unwind at the end of the season or the year, you've got to put some time on the books now. You have to if you want to keep your business viable in the future. When you're tired, burned out, stressed, it negatively impacts your sales experience, your client management, your business development, your professional networking, and your social media presence. If you don't show up 100% for these activities, your 2023 calendar is going to suffer. I promise you. Takeaway number seven, give the illusion of control to your clients. Wealthy people are very successful in life. Sure, many of them win the genetic lottery and they begin with a significant advantage over others. And that head start puts them in front for good. They're leaders for life. Other affluent are self-made Henry's. Henry's is an acronym for high earning, not rich yet. It's today's version of the yuppie. And Henry's are often the work hard, play hard types who are driven by achievement and seeing life as something to be won. Here's what I know about people in positions of power. They like to be in control. Michelle Rego's advice, give them options so they feel like they're the ones making the decision. The key is to make sure you're good with all of the choices that you present them. I know a lot of wedding pros who don't like negotiations, but it's time to get over that. As Cindy Novotny said, the more money people have, the more they negotiate. They love to say, I'm not paying that. Pushback on pricing or vendor decisions is not reserved for bargain hunters. When you go to the other end of the spectrum, you get just as much grief over money. But it's not because they don't have the money. It's because they like to win. They like to be in control. Remember, they're leaders in everyday lives and what they do at work. Of course, you can't abdicate your role as the expert. You can't give them total control. Otherwise, the wedding wouldn't go well in key areas. But you can appear to let them lead the way by offering options that get them where they want to go. How they get there can be up to them. Takeaway number eight, care about your clients. Rishi Patel offered insights on how he's achieved so much success over the last 10 plus years. His number one reason, caring about the client. And I love that because it's what we should all be focused on. Your business exists to solve a problem for the client, not for you. Your services are perfect solutions to your client's problems. Booking more clients, booking better clients, booking better projects, charging higher prices, growing your team, getting more recognition. All of these goals that you have, they're byproducts of how well you take care of your client's needs. And not just service level needs. I'm talking mostly about those deeper needs, psychological desires like belonging and esteem and autonomy. People hire you to create a feeling, even if they don't know how to articulate it to you. The most successful companies focus on their clients' needs, not their own. Make your clients feel important. It's the most basic human desire, and we all want more of it. 
So be the best at caring about your clients. Don't focus on your art or your profit. Take care of those who take care of you and you'll find it works out in the end for everyone. Takeaway number nine, schedule time to work on your business. If you want to make progress with your business, you have got to get off the hamster wheel. When Katie and I return from Engage, we always leave the first day when we return to play catch up. No client calls, just getting the house in order. Unanswered emails back to a reasonable amount and our team's needs taken care of. And a little QT with the kids. And I also keep the last two days of the week blocked off from clients so I can follow up on all the relationships and ideas that I generated at Engage. It's when I write this newsletter, this podcast, and I reach out one-on-one to people that I met at Engage. I'm developing new content inspired by the conversations about the challenges that wedding pros are facing. Earlier this spring, I set aside a full week to plan out our strategy for 2022. I took off a week in the woods to think about where I wanted to take our company and what paths would get us there. This December, I'm taking 10 clients to St. Lucia to do this with their own businesses. We're spending five days to reimagine what success looks like over the next three years, and then we're gonna lay out a roadmap to make it happen for each of them. You have got to get away from the daily grind to gain the perspective you need to see the forest, not just the trees. Take a week off of your calendar to do an annual retreat, even if it's by yourself. Those who don't often spend their time in the weeds, they get caught up and they can't hack their way out with any sense of direction. All right, my last takeaway, number 10, remember to celebrate success. David Beam talked about how we're rewiring our brains in really negative ways with all the work that we're doing. We optimize our days to make the most out of every hour. We try to please all the people in our lives. We attempt to create perfection with our work. We overthink every decision trying to maximize our experiences. And we feel this insufferable need to stay busy. All these activities hurt our minds by not letting it rest. It needs a break. Now, I'm just as bad as the rest of you when it comes to working overtime for the business. And it's only been in the last couple of years that I've learned to let go, to let good enough be good enough for now. And I still struggle with it. I feel guilty for not doing more of whatever that is. Going back a few years when I led operations for larger companies, I was always on to the next project or activity before the previous one had even wrapped. At Todd Events, the team jokingly referred to me as Too Soon Sam, in part because I didn't let anyone catch their breath after a big weekend. When I worked at Roche Harbor, the destination venue in the San Juan Islands, my boss used to have to put a kill date on any new projects that I wanted to start. Humans want to feel important. We love celebrating our accomplishments. It provides purpose. It offers a reward. And it motivates us to try it again. So if you don't stop to savor your wins, you're going to miss out on these fundamental human needs. When you're done with the 2022 season, whatever that is for you, be sure to indulge in all you've achieved. Thank your team. Reach out to vendors that made it possible. Appreciate the hell out of your clients. Read thank you cards from couples and their families that they've sent you over the months. And go through all the amazing reviews that you received. Enjoy the moment because you all deserve it after the past three years. Boom. That's it for this episode on Own Your Business. If you've heard me on a stage or a workshop or someone else's podcast, you know I have a hard time keeping it short. But I know you're busy. So thanks for spending time with me today. You have a ton of options for guides when it comes to getting you to where you want to go. I hope you found someone you can continue to trust. If you have a friend who could use practical strategies to own their business, please share this episode with them. If you can't think of anyone in particular, we'd settle for a quick review on whatever podcast platform you listen through. 